Oh, I don't know. How are we going to incorporate I know. We're already a minute late. I, I feel like we're almost like two well, minutes Dude, I was now. taking is, some like notes from my video. I told you, I need to scribble down my I know, stuff. You, you're, you're, you're putting out a follow-up to the video that I put out today. Yeah, like I want to f- continue the conversation. And I I, have what I, what I love is that you're, you're old like me. So are, are those actually your notes for the video? Are those really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, like so I've got, I've got my notes from the video and all my B-roll shots <laughs> from the video also on a, oh on a paper God. pad, which is yeah, hilarious. I, I, I can go back like uh, quite a few. Like I've been using this notepad. This is actually, by the way, uh, to, thanks to the folks over at TCL for, for writing this us. podcast. <laughs> this you podcast are not using the stylus. <laughs> you are not. You are not using the stylus. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The other side. Yeah. The other side of the book. We got the, we got the same book. Notepad. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. We, we're... I think we're officially an old couple. I, I don't know. Is there? Is, is that... we're, we're doing like the, the wave. We're thinking off the same brain. Uh-huh. For oh, that's so oh, man, bad. Not, not even the worst part about it is, um, <laughs> I had, I was sitting down earlier this evening to try to write down my notes for you know for my sure. talking points and everything for this video, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Then I flipped back a couple of pages because I was like further on. I moved on to a few videos. I already you'd already like a week and a half ago. You're scribbling out. And I, it's like well, I TK, started... when you write your notes out, that's supposed to help you remember but you what said, your notes are. I there was a few shots that I was missing, and I think that was my main problem. Is I think oh, okay. as I was there, okay. So the the last clip that I wanted before I was ready to put out the video for the polys was I wanted to get the the on the plane bit. When I oh, first saw yeah, them at yeah, CES yeah. in 2023, the biggest thing that got me excited about them was the transmitter function in them. It wasn't, yes. you know, like that literally is it's the most geekiest function of all things out of this entire, all like plethora of, of a maverick of a, you know, everything. I want you does. telling me I have a plethora if you don't know what a plethora is. Well, you know, it's a whole, whole, whole lot of, no, a whole lot of lot, I think, not a lot of nothing. <laughs> um, but it's the ability of turning any airplane seat into a Bluetooth-enabled airplane seat. And I realize yeah. that, you know, some people may say, like, airplanes are starting to add Bluetooth. I understand that. But by the time yeah. we get to that level... But haven't you also seen that, like, whenever there's, like, an upgrade in, uh, like, airplane entertainment... Mm-hmm. I find, especially lately, the last several flights I've had, they have gone bare bones on their seats like there's nothing oh, oh. anymore because they assume that you have a phone or a tablet or a laptop or something i've, I've like been that. on a few flights where there's like oh. nothing you're right yeah they're like nothing uh, yeah you, ha- you should have a phone by now i'm like uh what if i don't like well sorry. do you not all have phones i work for other- blizzard <laughs> the one thing i will say is I'm very happy to have it. I'm, I'm glad that you got a chance to put out your video early this week. I mean, yeah. not early this week, today, actually. I think your just video literally just today. Yeah. Literally, like, <laughs> this afternoon. Hot off the presses. If you hadn't had a chance to check it out, obviously, after you after you finish off our show, please make sure to check out the video over at Juan, uh, Juan's YouTube channel at Some Gadget Guy. Um, I thought you were, when I first saw the email, I thought it was going to Patreon first. And then I then I thought it was going to go to YouTube. Yeah. And then I, nope, it's on YouTube on everything. So I, I, was, I was really grateful. The, the folks at Polly sponsored a video where. Obviously, a lot of this is the overview. I need to charge my case. I've been using them heavy, and I just realized my case is almost dead. Um, uh, It's a a lot of the overview on the actual poly, but one of the things that I kind of wanted to sneak in sideways. I always love using my sponsored videos to, like, wedge in just another talking point or topic. Mm -hmm. uh, Trying to delineate more. What is the difference between 
a pair of earbuds that I would really value for music reproduction, earbuds that I think are better for fun things like movies. Um, these are incredible business communicators, but absolutely, yeah. they're, they're using a trick that we talked about on the show a while back, like almost about a year ago, where I feel like JBL was doing a similar trick, but mm -hmm. way better for gaming. So where these are better for, they're certified for Microsoft Teams and they're, Zoom they're and doing your conference calls. I think the Poly, Poly as a, as a sub-brand of HP, I think is, is primarily yeah. focused on the, it's a uh, business. It's basically uh, Plantronics, yeah. right? It's what Plantronics ended up being in, it's, uh, turned it's into the after team, it got merged. The, the team that was formerly called Plantronics that got yep. sort of absorbed into HP. And yeah, I'm sure yeah. there were licensing deals on trademarks and stuff like that. But as far as I understand, the core Plantronics group is now Poly. Yep. So if you loved all those business grade communicators, but that, that, that was the big hook of my video was yeah. uh, we've got different tools for different jobs. And that is now something that in the true wireless space, we can better represent when true wireless earbuds were either gut rot, cheap garbage or AirPods, mm -hmm. you didn't have a lot of choice in what it was you were trying to do. And now mm -hmm. I feel we've got much better options for really high quality lossless you know uh, lossless codecs oh, absolutely you've got really really low latency options that are even better than bluetooth if you want to use like a little adapter and what plantronics is doing is swiss army knife will connect you to any compute platform if it has you a could pulse possibly we'll imagine to it <laughs> that's that's well, it should be on the back of that con uh, case right there, there you go like, if it got a pulse we can work it we can make it happen Just so and farhan saying you know for me the jbl still wins because it's more for gaming this is exactly oh, yeah. the kind of conversation we should be having now it's not these are the best earbuds because there's no such thing no, 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 no. I, you you uh, can I go think... consumer grade and look at some great options from like OnePlus and One More and uh, Soundcore and some mm -hmm. really great stuff. If I'm going to sit back and I really want to say what I what I need is the top best possible audio reproduction in an audiophile fashion, I'm going to go with my iFi and my Odyssey planar magnetic earbuds. Oh, I and oh, yeah, yeah. That's a ridiculously expensive combo that like MSRP is almost like two grand. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not going to put that up against Poly. That's not a fair fight for Poly for what they're trying no, to claim and, and on their earbuds. And Poly, I don't, so I, I obviously, you know, spoiling too much of the video. Poly, Poly as a tool, like when we said the word Plantronics, obviously, if you're familiar with the company, they are, they were generally known for their um, office tools, office uh, microphones, yeah. uh, connected oh, they still uh, are. solutions. And, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, Poly is basically what, what took over, well, and that took over. Poly is essentially the, the most well, but that's under HP. The, the name of the headsets didn't change. Like, this is mm -hmm. still the Voyager line, which has always been a part of the Plantronics yeah, yeah. earbud line, are the Voyagers. Yeah, and yeah. so if you had a pair of, like, or Bluetooth headsets, back when we all had mono ear remember, Bluetooth yeah. <laughs> um, communication devices. Oh, um, my God. I, I remember having Voyager gear from back in the day in the day I, I, flip I'm, phones that i'm had just Bluetooth. happy that we've moved on from that stage of everybody yeah. walking around with that really skinny lawn mic that comes down to the mouth with the thing yeah. hanging over the ear and and the wire but, going but straight down to don't the you think it's funny that in a way we've also come full circle where i'm seeing people like using both hands to have a video call while walking around in public and you're like you know we have earbuds that could do that way better and you'd have both hands. I get so angry 
if I answer my phone and I don't have a headset on immediately, yeah, and I have to hold the phone for any length of time, and it's like, I've got to put this call on hold. I have to stop talking to you right now. And again, go find your but yeah. I have to go find where my headset or and and as far, this is tech reviewer problems. Y'all don't well, no, have no. this I, issue I, I where feel like even... I have so many different earbuds connected to so many different phones <laughs> that I might not have what I want connected to the device that I'm actually calling on. That so. could be a you problem, my friend. I think that, that is maybe... definitely a me problem, and I should be roasted in it for the comments because that's the worst humble brag I think I've <laughs> ever delivered in my entire life. I mean, for a guy known as the audio guy or some gadget guy and some audio guy yeah i think you've earned <laughs> Form, those formally known as friend. formally known as mr some audio guy you've earned those stripes i think you have that you know the badge and well all I, the... I i appreciate it hey everybody mm-hmm. i'm not on camera right now but this is a tech podcast <laughs> called uh the best of our week where two old guys talk about the best tech of our weeks and i, I appreciate you kind of kicking off with part of that conversation because i the plantronics video was a fun one to put out this week um, just, just as I, a little, I've, I've enjoyed a little shakeup, right? It's a little bit different. I feel like as a, as yeah. a, I'll say that I, I'm very happy that this product exists. It took a little bit of time for it to come around because I, again, I got introduced to it at CES. I saw it in its early infancy. The model that I saw was, uh, I think wasn't, everything wasn't working hundred percent, but then the execution yeah. on the product, I feel like for what they promised delivered and i think that's what i appreciate it's when a company says i'm gonna do xyz and they give you xyz and you Mm -hmm. you you know you're not missing out you're not getting the oh we'll give you x and y and then z will come later as an update no the solution is fully enclosed and encapsulated in it um down to the to the transmitter that you need uh the only thing that you need outside of this if you're going to be connecting it to a non-bluetooth transmitter like the something with a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack you need to carry that uh that that special cable or as i learned from your video apparently we can also use the oneplus adapter a usb-c to 3.5 uh headphone jack adapter which i think you can diddle the dongle yeah yeah i mean don't get me wrong this cable is is actually pretty decent but you're right something happens to this cable when you're traveling or you lose it and you know that's why you come to me for the nerdy stuff guys i'm actually testing what analog usb adapters you can put in a case that broadcasts a bluetooth audio signal so no I'm more spoilers from Plus, here because we're going to talk about them a little bit in, uh, after. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean again you, you have a vi- you're going to have a video on these coming out soon too and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what you have to say about them because i think they've generally been reviewed really positive my mm-hmm. video was sponsored so i'm not trying to come to a verdict or a conclusion but really for me it's it's an opportunity to better showcase we can get so much more specific than just gooder earbuds and and this is a prime example of what i'm talking about they're a little pricey they do things i've never seen any other earbuds do and they're the the company is making a claim about where they should be used. Yes. And that to me is a much more interesting conversation than just I think it's got better bass. So hopefully other people will kind of appreciate what I tried to do um with a sponsored video there. Of course. And make sure to catch the uh there's that uh, little bit at the end of the video where once uh, does a little bit of a, a two-step uh, dance at the end with the polys, making sure to demonstrate yeah. that they, they don't fall out of your ears when he's dancing. So For that, sure. that w- I thought that was my, yeah, my it was a little do si do. Like, I'm, I, I don't think people understood that I almost minored in dance in college. So some I dance bring guy that back is from time uh, making to time. a comeback. Some definitely some, some dance. dance. <laughs> 
No, I mean, you, you've cornered the whole concept of having some it's just some guy, guy. and add, a, add a descriptor in the middle, right? You know, some fancy guys, some Juan After Dark some, guy, you know, some like, After oh, Dark guy, some it's, yeah. It's one of those. I, I, I got a, another cue. Like someone hit me up for this afternoon because we're going to talk a little a little gaming news. Because yeah, I also yeah. use this as a bit of a test, but someone also was like, are you now some gaming guy? And you're like, <laughs> well, no, I'm trying not to be. I, but... I saw the preview of the game, and we're going to talk. I think I'm excited to see that there's a there's a, there's a, there's a, a new title in that genre. Well, not genre. The genre has been around for a while. It's more of the, yeah. the you know, the follow-up to the game. This, the this, this is, this, I, I have a lot of thoughts, and I'm only about two hours into the actual gameplay so far. Oh, crap. But you started it already. Okay, good. So you're ahead of I, me. I want to I, I shift just real quick um, the heads up in the announcement that if you are running Pixel Betas, the new update just got pushed. Okay, so I've good. got my Pixel Fold. Finally, they take so long to update the Pixels. But my I... Pixel Fold just rebooted. And you can already tell that it's um, 11 t times faster, and it's smoother with no bugs, and it feels like a totally fresh phone. So it's that much better than my OnePlus Open. Like, dang it. Yeah. I guess yeah. we could I mean, basically, if, if, if you have a OnePlus Open now, then yeah. you kind of have inferior, obsolete garbage. We need to get we need to get Oxygen OS 14 on on the OnePlus Open. Just to get even closer to the goodness of the Pixel Fold, that's I'll, I'll say. That's that. right for the, for for the good for the good worthiness of the, the Pixel Fold. Absolutely, no, no, absolutely. If you haven't had a, if you guys haven't had a chance to, of course, uh, we're we're kind of a little bit teasing a chat or a video, a couple of videos. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, we are uh, a pair. I, uh, yeah, just a pair. Uh, I, I call them long form because they're more conversational. It's not to be sitting there and we're yeah. just doing battles and stuff like that. I mean, there was a couple of fists that went out, but then you know, I'll, I'll say <laughs> the battle ended with more of a i feel like it's something to be watched i'll say that just definitely something you sit down you chill you turn it on maybe even turn on just the audio let the video play in the background and yeah. enjoy, the, enjoy the chat um and that kind of went out yesterday uh, does a couple of our videos covering the OnePlus. so the OnePlus open the pixel fold and then the z fold 5 like we we pretty much cornered the whole u.s foldable market i guess at that point right that's that those are the players um speaking That's of, all the, of them, yeah. Z Fold 5, actually, I just received uh One UI 6 on the Z Fold 5 official. Nice. One UI 6, like finally Android 14. It's about time. Well, they they've been running their beta for quite some time. Like I've enjoyed their beta, their beta program pretty decent. And I just the final mm-hmm. update was so small that it was just like bug fixes and full version, no more beta. So it's nice. So That's I'm just good. waiting for the S23 Ultra to get that so my wife can get up to that. But otherwise, yeah. No, no, I'm it's been yeah. a it's been a little bit busy production wise. Um, I'm I'm back in in the in kind of like a continuous, you know, back in the flow of things. I can maybe that's the better way to say mm-hmm. it. I, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's just I went I went through a little bit of a stint a little bit after the trip. I came back from Singapore, and it I'm back on my feet. So I'll say that. So yeah. you're back, back in the New York groove. <laughs> I'm <Absolutely>. back. <laughs> Back in New York. Okay, I'm not going to. Not keep. familiar with this. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not singing it well enough for us to get a copyright strike. So, oh, good. That's at least one perk. Right well, we got to get monetized first. Let's 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 get monetized first. But we've we've, we we've got. This chat's never going to happen. We we do podcasts on YouTube, and we're not already famous. Um, if we were immensely famous, and then we did a podcast on YouTube, then Google would be like, "Here's some monies." Um, but so. Pixel Fold, yes. this update, I'm literally minute. Like, it literally rebooted about 10 minutes before we jumped yeah. in. So I'll, 
it doesn't look like a massive update for one of these QPR. Was it QPR Beta 2.2? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not expecting a ton of, uh, of differences here, but we're also kind of lining up. We should be hearing soon about some small bug fixes and patches coming to the um, consumer releases for Pixels. Yeah, and I, I think I, December, the the one in a, in three weeks. I mean, I know we're well. The one in December is going to be a big that's uh, feature to be drop. The big one. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm kind of curious to see, and I don't know how you're how you feel about this. Um, I, I don't think there needs to be anything drastic, but mm-hmm. I do feel we need to see some of those iterative polish updates on my Pixel A Pro. So I'll be curious to see what Google yeah. pushes out for November because we know we, we've got a feeling December is going to be a bigger um, meteor oh, uh, feature drop and 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 a, a larger OTA. So yeah, I'll, the, I'll be curious to see what what, no, what November has in store. Well, the, the November update should be coming up next week, I think. Was it Tuesday next week, right? The first Tuesday mm-hmm. of every month. So yeah. this month, obviously, that doesn't qualify, but uh, this week, not this month. Um, I, I think I'm... Uh, I mean, with the exception of a few minor little hiccups that every once in a while, like for me, the, 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 if there's one thing that's been kind of getting to me a bit once in a while extended audio listening on the pixel 8 pro Mm -hmm. um and i'm not talking like five ten minutes i'm talking like 20 30 you know and maybe beyond i've had some issues with audio dropping off and i don't understand why and i can't specifically pinpoint it to a specific to one unit like it's not like just one pair of buds I've had it yeah. happen where it, you know, I'm like, I'm in it. I go down to the gym. I'm running. I'm doing a whole bunch of, things, and then it just stops for whatever reason, and picks up again. And then it, and it keeps goes. I'm like, okay, and it's not like it's in my pocket. It sits it's sitting yeah. in front of me. That, so those little hiccups, I feel like those are just software update they can fix. Um, but other than that, honestly, and I, I and I, I know I said I was supposed to put out a video for it. I even have the, it's. I have the notes. I have the whole thing. Just need to shoot the video. <laughs> I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that. You, point got, you right gotta now. stay in that in that hustle grind set. The second you yeah. let off the gas for just a second, you're like, oh, I remember what it was like to just live life. <laughs> huh? That's kind of nice. I, sometimes we need to recoup from like. Okay, so travel, as much fun as it is, takes a lot out of us. And for some reason, mm-hmm. at least for me. Asia travel hits me different than European travel. And it's something to do with the time zone shift in going east yeah. from where we are than it is to go west. Like going to Europe, I adjust quicker. I come back home. I adjust back quicker to, to, to the timeline very nicely. But something about when I go to Asia, and I was in Singapore, like maybe not even five, six days. It wasn't that long of a trip. But it was enough for me to adjust mm-hmm. because I was up all day and I had to go to sleep during the night. That when I came back, it took me at least about five, six days to get back to in a, in a energy level, feeling good enough to get back into normal stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, between that and then, of course, day job and all of that. And then, obviously, things yeah. piling up. So, I started producing stuff. So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep – I'll do that. But the Pixel 8 Pro has been doing great. It, it handled almost yeah. everything I've been throwing at it pretty nicely. It, it I'm happy to see some of those refinements. I still feel like we're kind of validating some of our concerns. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be curious to see what software can actually improve – and what we're just going to always have to label as a concern to a prospective buyer. Yeah. This is an aspect of, of owning a Pixel that might be kind of a concern if you live here or you use your devices like this. Mm-hmm. But that's also kind of one of the reasons why I feel like, you know, we improved the situation of the Pixel 7 Pro significantly 
-hmm. over the first several months of updates and patches. And then from Android 13 to Android 14, we saw power management and performance improvements there too. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like Pixel 8 Pro won't be as dramatic, but I'm still hoping we'll see those little polish, those little improvements to stability. I'm having, for me, my... This is the first time I really have felt this way with a Pixel where Mm -hmm. I don't trust that when I pull the phone out of my pocket and I double tap that power button, I am immediately going to launch the camera in the way that I've always kind of trusted Pixels going back to like the Pixel 4. Okay. And this one has just been a little clumsier at that at that launch. And I'm getting so finicky deep in the weeds with one, like if it, if it lags in just the wrong way, that feels completely alien to me on a Pixel. Like, that's usually one of those things that I just count on blindly. Yeah. And there have been times, like, um, uh, one of my daughter's friends, uh, he's seven, and he saw me take a picture of Lex completely blind. Mm-hmm. And this blew his mind, because his family is all iPhone, all iPad, all Mac. Dad is, like, an Apple guy. And so it was one of those things, you know, like, I'm pulling the phone out of my pocket, double tap, volume rocker, and phone goes immediately back in my pocket. And he saw, because he's at waist level to me, mm-hmm. he saw that my screen flashed and that, like, my camera took a photo of Lex. Had never witnessed anything like that in his entire young young life. That kind of use, I could not pull off during some of our Halloween festivities. There was this Jeep that was covered in all this like fake blood, like it had mm-hmm. been smeared by zombie paw- handprints and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the the Jeep's driving away, and I have my Pixel 8, and it's out. It's not even like I'm having to do anything with it. I double tap the power button, and I'm waiting. And the camera interface, like the outline of the viewfinder is up, and then it took another second for it to populate what the cameras were actually seeing as the Jeep drove away. And I couldn't get... The shot that you, I wanted. You lost out of the it. shot because of that. Yeah, the, the quickness of the that, that that's something. Response. Yeah, I totally expect on almost any other phone is occasionally gonna happen. And genuinely, I've had so few moments like that with pixels. Because usually, what happens is I can get into the camera, but then maybe I can only take one or two photos. Like this is what he's talking about. I just double press. It there's that yeah. slight delay. So here it is. It, double. So right now, it, I think it's because the camera was launched. So that's <laughs> sorry. The, so the true test I, I didn't is... have I didn't have the Pixel Eight plugged in. It wasn't like it was charging in my car. So it wasn't what like it, it was do. at an elevated temperature. Yeah, and it pulled up so that I could see the the buttons to toggle the different sensors. The shutter button was up, but in the moment, it felt like tens of seconds past. It was probably like a half a second. But it was like the video, the, the the viewfinder was not kicking on. And it was like, ah! So those little moments, again, I, I, that is so hyper-specific. But for me, that stood out because it is so uncommon for me to have that kind of delayed moment you shouldn't, getting you, to, the, you shouldn't to have the camera to. on a Pixel. I think, for me, I think my, my biggest adjustment with the camera app has been the new UI element. Um, yeah, the I video have, I have photo the, toggle. So there's a video to photo toggle, but it's also the gallery. The gallery button moved up. So I have muscle memory of knowing exactly where my camera button is. So like I can just do boop, 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 you know, like that, that, that. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm I'm hitting. This this is the biggest departure on a Pixel camera app that we've seen, I think, since the Pixel started. Oh, no, no, absolutely. The the, the organizational structure of where things are. And don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the fact that we have more options. And I like the fact that we have more control. 
Uh, mm-hmm. and, and we're not complaining about it. It's more of that muscle memory adjustment that we just, you but know, we've never had of... to get used to so many new things in one generation yeah. of pixel before. And, and the camera yeah. toggle for video has thrown me off a few times, like where I'm like swiping away to, to jump into video because usually video is right next to photo, right? Yep. No, I got to remember. Oh, I got to hit the button at the bottom, which yep. is again, uh, it's a memory thing. So video has, when I was in Singapore, that was one of my, my things I had to kind of adjust. <laughs> As I just switch between different clips, and again, I, I had mean, to, I had to rewalk some of my nighttime shots for my camera deep dive, because I had forgotten to disable the fifty megapixel mode, and it's such a small little icon. I was like, man, these shots are just there's something off. It, they they're not they're not snapping like I'm used to. Oh, oh, that's not that's not what I'm trying to test. Those are fifties, man. Those are fifties. What are you doing all right this? well I, I walked a mile better backtrack <laughs> redo all those shots get the steps in my friend That's i got i got some extra steps that week so so yeah. uh, tk and i we did a twofer so on mm-hmm. on my channel tk was kind enough to join me to talk about the galaxy z fold 5 yeah i need everybody to know the video on my channel is purposely shorter because i cut out most of me talking about how much I don't like Samsung. Okay? I did this for you, <laughs> the viewer. I love and it. TK had some incredibly salient points to bring up in the whole like ecosystem of foldables and some of the philosophy that we're talking about back and forth. I even did praise Samsung for things like marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so on my channel, he's talking Z Fold 5. I've spent a little more time with the Pixel Fold than he has. So on his channel, on, on your channel, I, uh, I, I shared some thoughts and again, philosophy and some back and forth and between those two i think we've got a pretty solid round robin for north america looking at oneplus open versus pixel fold versus uh galaxy z Z fold five five yeah so i I hope you guys will will combine those two it's it's about an hour of conversation all combined it's just um but for for us and for as long-winded as we get i feel like there wasn't a lot of fat in our conversations like i feel like we we were actually surprisingly on point for talking about our different like feelers. Like I even go off on a duo tangent that still is appropriate for talking about the Mixel well, The reality, you know, when we start looking at what we have and where we are, and, and we, we also kind of start pulling in where some of the inspirations were brought from. It, it is absolutely an exciting for me conversation for me because I get we get to cover the different facets or the different aspects of what makes this device unique, what that makes this other device more unique, which one is yeah. better, and you know, and and the fact of the matter is, the open, the fold, and the fold are, well, I'll say this for 2023, this is an absolute fantastic time to be at least in the U.S. market because we have three foldables that are competing in the same market available to the same consumers. Yeah. And that are geared for the North American consumer. And I know we're focusing, uh, we're saying it as if that's the only place in the world that exists. Absolutely not. Obviously, you know, there is outside Yeah, the rest of the, of the world has had like Huawei and, and Oppo. They've had Huawei, Xiaomi, Xiaomi Honor. versions of yeah. Honor. They have absolutely. We're so behind. Yeah, we are very behind <laughs> when it comes to that. But the reason we are excited for us is because we went, we went from having four generations of a foldable to on the fifth version of it. Now we have some competition. So the hopefully is 2024 becomes even more of an exciting year for us. So for everybody, because 
we need competition to innovate. And I think that's the catalyst for it. Well, the excitement isn't reserved for 2024 because uh, as much as we talk this stuff out, like opening weekend is, is all we get to talk about this stuff. I mean, oh, like no. Pixel Fold is evolving in a really interesting way. And mm -hmm. you discovered something on the OnePlus Open that I'm sure a number of people are going to appreciate. Dude, I was so happy. So what? happy to discover. It appears to be some sort of thin stick-like implement. It's a mustache. It's got, it's, it's got it's like kind mustache. of a flat side and then like a pointy side. And it's really yeah. skinny. Like it some might... kind of, I don't know, like mechanical crayon type contraption. It, it is absolutely a mechanical crayon. What did you? How did you know, man? I, I've been using crayons for quite some time. <laughs> It's it's this thing that allows me to to basically open up. <gasps> what what just happened there? You touched the stick to your OnePlus and, Open, and, let's go and then and things the happened on the screen. And because your boy can write, and of course, if Sony, hey, Sony likes oh, my. Oh wow! You are. signed your name it is in official. a bizarre chicken scratch style handwriting. I, I told but you, you did it, it with the scratch stick. Anymore, man. We talked about this stuff. Okay, so explain what's happening here because that is not any basic capacitive stylus. No, no, no. That absolutely. is something. This is, so this this goes back to day one, literally the day both Juan and I first laid our eyes on and held the OnePlus Open. Yeah. We both noticed a couple of things. A, Juan noticed that you know the OnePlus Open features video out, and I mm -hmm. noticed that there is a setting in the uh, there's an option in the settings for something called a stylus, a <gasps> stylus. No. Explain this magical technology called the stylus. The stylus. It's a it's a magical it's a magical contraption that allows us to make things out of nothing. Um, no, but it, where the, would one have acquired such a stylus, TK? One would have had to have played with a version of this phone, <gasps> one version earlier. This is the uh, OnePlus. It's not the OnePlus. This is the Oppo N2. This is last mm -hmm. year's generation, and this device at launch supported a stylus. This is that's why the pen is actually the same size as the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at them together, it's adorable. It's absolutely adorable. So um, Oppo released the phone and released the stylus for it. So the, there was two versions of it. There's the Oppo Pen and the Oppo Pen Two, but this version on the on the N2 only worked on the inside display. So Oppo mm -hmm. did offer that solution, but. Oppo decided to keep it uh, in the market that the N2 was released, which was China. So we never saw nice. this pen come out of China. And when we noticed it, also the fact that this was launched at the same time as the OnePlus, uh, you know, that there was the option there. While I was in Singapore, I was lucky enough to meet a friend uh, during the launch event of the N3 that he brought in his version of this and he tested it out. So he was able nice. to confirm for me because prior to that, it would have been just me guessing, right? I would have been like, yeah. should I buy the pen? Should I not? He not only confirmed it, he made sure we were talking about it. So long story short, I was able to basically confirm that I needed to buy this phone, this pen ASAP and I needed to get it in my life. So I, I picked it up, I got it. And lo and behold, man, you take it out of the case. The phone recognizes it. The UI jumps in. You set it up, you use it, and it works on both displays. Oh, that is, for, for us, it is absolutely That's fantastic. That's pretty great. And um, not only that, it also works in, because it's a Bluetooth-connected uh, device, um, 
it also works as a shutter control for the camera for nice. both video and for for camera. Now, also, if you I, want to do sh- like burst modes and stuff like that, I don't want to completely spoil your oh, no. your entire yeah. video because you there's, did there's put a out few a, other a, things. Yeah, there's another a, few a little a little video on this. Um, yeah. Is is this kind of the final? How do, I, I don't even. Words are hard, and I'm exhausted, and it's been a long week. Is is this the final linchpin? Is, is this the final barrier? Are we now just kind of looking at Oppo and OnePlus when software features like this are supporting direct hardware implementation and mm-hmm. the build of the OnePlus foldable and the Oppo foldable are almost identical? Well, I pretty much. Are, are we are we finally to that point where we can stop pretending that they're two separate companies and I, that I think... like the development has all kind of funneled into a unified vision for this BBK? At, at least brand. for the at least for the open and three conversation, yes, I think this is pretty much. I and I am not saying one hundred percent. I'm going to say ninety nine percent the same device, purely from the sense of I know at least of one feature that the uh, the N three has that the find then the open doesn't have, and that's okay. primarily Oppo Share. That's because Oppo has yeah, a software feature. Yeah, it's a software sure. feature available in China, but it's also available on its international uh, offerings alongside nearby share for the services for the devices that do support yeah. it it's opal share it's their version of wi-fi direct trans- file transfer which is crazy fast so um i'm hoping that at some point that does to actually transfer over and maybe we'll just call it OnePlus share or something like that but without that without that specific feature yeah they are pretty much like a 99 percent the same uh opal has a dedicate has a unique color on its own and OnePlus picked up its own unique color so the green is sure. for OnePlus. The gold right. is for Oppo, but it's typical colors. Those are their own. But, like... but when I see something like a stylus with Bluetooth support, yes, this this is a very specific kind of accessory where we have seen um, other examples of region-based accessories not supporting across different variations. That was of, see of that the was brand. the surprise so... of it. Um, at the launch of the N3, we we dedicate we well, we had the opportunity to talk to the executives. And we asked, like, that was one of my questions to say, hey, what? we noticed there's a stylus feature. You didn't share any information about it on stage. What is it? What's going on? And they were very frank. This was the weird thing about it. Yeah. Like, they were very frank to say, yeah, we support a pen. It's in there. It supports the inside sure. and the outside display. It's the N2 pen. And I was like, <laughs> no, but, I, okay, so I'm having, I see, I'm ha- when, when that happened to me, I had a serious 2020 flashback to when you and I were sitting in a bar in was it Venice where LG yeah. sat us down with the V60. Yep. And not a word, not a mention of style. No one, no one pointed thing. it out. Yeah. Nobody mentioned it. There's a setting in there, but nobody mentions it. And then of course I think you you would later on were able to discover which bamboo pen was able to support yeah. it. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, but why not? Like this, Why not you should about that. Yeah, lead in with that. I, I realize not everybody's as excited about the fact that you know a foldable device supports a pen, or at yeah. back then even with the LG. But realistically, is this: if you ever wanted the option, and now you know that it exists, you have a path to make things happen with it. That if would you don't influence care, your purchasing behavior. Could, absolutely, yeah. Because if you would have ever th- said that, well, you know, Samsung has a pen, has has the S Pen for it, like absolutely, I think S Pen. Don't get me wrong; is still way more advanced than what the Oppo Pen is doing. Yeah, but 
when we start talking about the fact that you do want precise touch control, you do want the camera shutter release functionality, you want to be able to use the front display, the one that makes perfect sense to take notes on and write with, it's without mm-hmm. having to open the phone. Also, surprisingly enough, it's the harder version of the two displays that we yeah. have, which is a little bit more forgiving. That's the one thing yeah. that I feel like people are not you know, necessarily seeing it. So, and I know there was a lot of conversations. There was some conversations, some, I think some videos posted over on Reddit. And I've had some people even reach out to me asking, it's like, hey, I heard you saw or you can confirm that the device supports S. But I was like, I've heard it. I've seen pictures. I haven't confirmed it myself. So that was the exciting part. I was finally able to put it out. And it seems like people are as excited as I am to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the open oh, is even I'm, better. I'm stoked. And I'm actually just a little, to, to kind of piggyback on that last point you were making, I'm a little frustrated that this is something that OnePlus isn't making any noise about. And it's another one of these practical expansion features for a foldable that helps us point to other use cases I'm... that someone might be interested in. And that we can't be... OnePlus's marketing division. No, like no, if no. If they're not no. leading the conversation on it, then it's only going to stay in this little camp of enthusiasts who care to find out about all these other menu settings well, and all these other accessory I'll, I'll, options. I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I have, <clears throat> I mean, and I've heard from, from friends. I'll say that. It's not official. I haven't heard anything from anybody directly. But I'm hearing some conversations that potentially says Oppo will be releasing in a global version of this in a month or okay. so. So maybe at the end of the year or beginning of the year. That'd be cool. Um, we will have something. And I think the moment Oppo releases it, OnePlus will have it. So I'm thinking, I don't think we're too far off. Or um, at least because I know you had to jump through some extra. I mean, we, we do business with a couple of importers and stuff, but that always oh, yeah. means that we're getting inflated costs over what mm-hmm. it would cost oh, to buy in China. Yo, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> and even if it's just an international version, that should help reduce some of the pain points in importing if someone well, wanted to take something like this, uh, I'm, I'm also hoping, though, is once it becomes available globally or an international version of it, we'll start getting more functions because I want more options, yeah. specifically dedicated options. Like I want to actually I'd like to be able to get the notes app on the main display outside as a shortcut on my lock screen. Right now, it doesn't show yeah. up as an option. Just show that as an option there as opposed to the Google Wallet. Maybe I don't want Google Wallet mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. Um and then, of course, maybe some other functions for launching different applications. You can take screenshots. You could do a whole. There's a lot of functions built in, and as it becomes no more one, adopted, that's how you get it. LG and Moto keep getting close, but I don't mm-hmm. feel anyone has really brought the same consideration of not just feature set but customization that Samsung has with S Pen. Oh, I, yeah. I love the little the little pop-up menu that you you have on the LG phones, mm-hmm. but then you don't have the Bluetooth functionality or the wireless remote shutter, stuff like that. I love the stylus on my uh, Moto Edge Plus 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, they, but they, they didn't... They didn't they but they took it away for the yeah, 2023. For 2023. So, yeah, so again, like, oh we God. keep getting so close to a good S Pen competitor, and then we just don't. And so I, I do not believe for a second that mm-hmm. over the entire life cycle of the OnePlus Open, are we going to see the same breadth of features for the, the, the OnePlus Pen as we do the, uh, the, it, the S Pen? It's a tough, but it's a we saw, tougher, yeah. We saw a little glimmer of mm-hmm. some potential with the, the OnePlus tablet. Oh, yeah. And if you can expand on just some of that and expand on some of the feature set for the foldable, now we've got a consistent um, we've got a consistent accessory and a consistent experience yep. that 
no one else is really offering? I, I mean, someone please correct me if I'm wrong, but we, we need at least two devices. You've got S pens on phones and you've got S pens on tablets. Yep. Lenovo had a pen last year, but outside of their really, really uber cheap phones that just have basic capacitive stick styly, yeah, the style we're not of... getting the real feature rich stuff. And I can't think of anyone else who's delivering the same consistency across two different styles of product. If OnePlus becomes that company, how first of all, how crazy is that for productivity? Absolutely. But that would be a, a really interesting conversation point to fill a gap in the market for competition. And and I think and the thing about it is I the, is Oppo had this last year and they're continuing it on the N3. So the, the hope is that it continue the conversation continues to go forward. We saw the improvement from having it supporting only the inside display to now supporting both inside outside display. Um, yeah. it's it is functional. It's small. I know lots, a few people were asking us like, how do you carry it? Well, I mean, it comes in its own case, uh, not case, but like its own you know blue, uh, I guess like a, char- a wireless charging dock that has USB C and a built in battery to charge the actual pen. But mm-hmm. it's small enough that if you put it in your uh, in your pants pocket on the back side, like closer to the middle um, of your side, it actually okay. almost disappears. You you never have nice. to worry about it, and it doesn't. It's in an area where it never creases, so it's not an issue. So for me, I've I've had it in my pocket since I've gotten the pen, and it just does not cause any issues at all. For it me. just works. It just works, and I like I said, I'm excited, and I'm I was happy to see that OnePlus was one of the first people to like the tweet that I posted <laughs> when I posted the video. I was like, yes. Now please bring it to the bring it to us as yeah. uh, as, a, as an accessory because we need. I, I love accessories. It felt it felt good kind of correcting the OnePlus executives on video out being like I, I know more about your phone than you do. It was yeah. I know more than you. Well but but the thing <laughs> is there are videos out there. This is the weird part about it, right? Because we have other other creators that have put out videos and if not, I think somebody mentioned to me said that they've seen the video where somebody said the open does not support an a, a pen. And I realize it's not that reviewers fault because we were told this information. Yeah. We were all I guess in a certain way together. And it's not that we don't. I don't believe when I get the conf- uh, you know, uh, list of rest, you know, uh, specs and so on. I always mm-hmm. love going through the settings because at, at the end of the day, yeah. there is bound to be. There's so many features. Every single device that we get, there's so many things that go into these devices. There is bound to be something that may have been missed. Video out is a big, big win for us having a big this get. on, on, a, on yeah. a foldable. And on, on a device from OnePlus, because we kind of lost it for the last few generations. Yeah. So all of those things, plus pen, plus lightweight goodness, cameras galore, all of that good stuff. I, so, this, yeah. this is one of those things now where, and I, again, everyone knows my feelings on Samsung. Um, but I remember playing with the Z Fold 4 and not really liking the Z Fold 4 pen experience because of like, as you're going over the crease, right? There's a feel to that, that yeah. to me kind of got in the way of the functionality of what I love about S Pen. Cause I was a, a note guy and I was an active guy. Yeah. Those are my two all time favorite Samsung lines. I mean, you can also add the rugby. If you remember the old rugged line of Samsung okay. phones, I have to the rugby pro was I have to a dig monster. That one. Yeah, 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 it was great. Um, sorry. It is me being old and remembering things that were a long time ago. Um, but 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 this is also what kind of helps reinforce why we want to see the kind of um refinement Mm -hmm. where 
the hinge and the screen on the OnePlus Open, I still probably won't love that compared to like a really good glass screen, tablet, mm -hmm. pen experience. But it's like another baby step that helps improve what I didn't like about the Z Fold 4. Samsung working on their hinge is another thing that helps us all get a, a, a better inner screen pen experience yeah. where we work out all these little mechanical bits and stuff. And, it, and that is, is always just an, a generational, iterative kind of design challenge. Can we make Absolutely. it a little bit sleeker? Can we make it a little bit lighter? Can we make the bump between the panels a little less uh, tactile as you're running exactly. a pen over those two pieces? So that, that to me is also the, the other part of the excitement here. Except for Dex. Now the OnePlus Open has managed to um, feature match or performance match everything that we might like about a Z Fold 5. Yeah. These are direct head-to-head -head competitors in a way that I don't know... I, I, I can't think of a time where OnePlus has positioned a product to be a direct head-to-head -head competitor. And it's still the price undercut that we usually associate with the brand. That I, this is a very unique proposition from OnePlus that I don't think we've seen as directly. The closest I would put it is the OnePlus 9 Pro, where the OnePlus 9 Pro was mm -hmm. a premium tier phone that offered some features we didn't see on Apple and Samsung, and it was like a hundred dollars cheaper than you know, kind of a comparable iPhone or a Galaxy. And the Open is now kind of in that same conversation space. This no, is a very interesting position for them to be in. It is, and it's exciting to be able to to see to see them in this light. I think that was my big thing about it. I we since I heard about the open back at MWC, I've been basically just you know nipping at the bits, just basically waiting, 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 waiting. Any information, yeah. see, any anything to go because for the longest time I actually I want thought it, it was going to be it. more. I want it. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was going to stick to Oppo's form factor, which I was very happy with. It's a small candy bar style. Yeah. I can reach the other side. Everything is actually reachable with one hand. And then we saw one plus. Sorry, we, then we saw Pixel come out with a fold, and it went a little bit wider, a little bit taller. Um, and then OnePlus comes in with the refinement that we wanted, but it kind of like we didn't know we wanted it till we saw it in our hand, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is yeah. the thing we've been wanting," kind of thing. So nice. I, it's not, I don't want to hype it up too much for people like me. I mean, just watch the videos that we've put out, see the proof in the pudding kind of a situation. It isn't just about you know, two geeks or two nerds sitting here you know, chatting up <laughs> right. product. It is, but you don't have to take our words for it. Butterfly Please watch. in the sky. <laughs> the more you know, I can fly um, twice as high. It is one of those situations where I feel like it's good for us as a as a user base. It's great for us for yeah. experience. Um, I I will still champion the conversation with OnePlus to try to get these little maybe roadshows. Go around, man. Set up a little yeah. you know, one-two team, whatever. From now till the end of the year, have them go to Best Buys. Just do, you know, regions, maybe specific key areas, you know, like Dallas, New York, you know, L.A. I'm not trying to, to compromise our integrity or our reputations as being consistent reviewers. But OnePlus, if you want to hire us just to drive around in a van mm -hmm. and go to malls and set up a little pop-up kiosk and talk to people about your phone, I'm sure we could work out some rates um, on making that happen. Uh, I, I don't know if you get, you guys like remember the crew from. I, I can Review, definitely write up it. something right you here. Want, yeah, if you could just scribble down, down some right notes, down. that'd be yeah, great. Um, exactly. Thanks. You said great. Um, yeah, I'm really exactly. bad at at you know, like uh, the, I, I have like a paper notepad over here, which is very similar to your paper notepad. 
Um, but you know, like the guys over at Petapixel now, like uh, we, uh, you want us to just like uh, talk about your phone or something? I'm sure you could probably do something like that. I mean, we could do it. I, but so. I think it's it's more about just getting, you know, getting it in, in the getting that perspective out there from where you go to a Best Buy, you're going to see a Pixel Fold, you're going to see a OnePlus Fold. Yeah. Sorry, not the one, uh, the Pixel Fold and the, and the Z Fold. The Z Fold. And yeah. and we want to get that conversation saying, hey, there's another player in the market. And let's let's just see how things go. But I feel like I think at this point where we are, the exciting part about this is it's there, it's out, um, it's open sales now, so people can pick it up if they want to check it out. The <laughs> pen, I hope the, the the rumors I'm hearing do come true, which means probably by the end of the year, maybe early next year, we should be able to pick up our own. If you want to be able to, or at pick least up just hear US, some kind of announcement on something it, something yeah. about it, at least uh, you know, bring it in. Um, and it is, it's nice. It's nice. I mean, and it works great. The poly, I actually, that's the second device I had connected to the poly. Uh, nice. Because, uh, yeah, that it, was my, that was mine too. It was yeah. a uh, Pixel 8 Pro and OnePlus Open. Dude. It was good times. You got to stop doing this, man. I know. This does not, okay. We're just like, we, 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 between the two of us, we are one functional adult human male. I know, but like this is crazy now. I mean, I, we don't, we don't, we like. I, I always thought, like, you know, if you hang out with somebody long enough, you'll. But we, 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 we don't really hang out as often, but we talk a lot, and maybe that's yeah, all do. you need to, to to get that, you know, mind melt kind the of wavelength. Yeah, so um, we have two comments here that I want to read off. But first, sure. I, I know this is in jest, but do you think that this could actually maybe be a part of this conversation? JGJ says, "Does anyone think Samsung is sending cease and desist letters?" to smaller S Pen competition to scare them off. Hmm. Every single time we've seen someone do the Bluetooth connected, additional functionality, side menu, Android thing, we we see them back off at some point. Do you think they're actually, I mean, I am 90% sure JGJ is throwing this up in jest, but do you think that there's a there there? I, I don't think sense, no. I, I, I personally don't think it's, so the, the, I'll say it from this perspective. Samsung's development of the S Pen has gone through many, many iterations. What we have today mm-hmm. in the S Pen module that we have on the back of the Z Fold 5, in the, in the either slim S Pen or the standard size S Pen, is still light years ahead of where this solution is or what some of the other options that we've seen. I don't think Samsung jumps in and says cease and desist because none of the, they can't, they don't own the Bluetooth protocol. They don't own S pens and they're, you know, Oppo and some of the, and most companies that have released them never, ever called them S pens. They're called Mm -hmm. pen. They're called stylus, um, you know, like, or pencil. If you want to go Apple, uh, Apple style. Um, I think what's been happening more so is that companies typically try to experiment and they try different things. And if they don't see the adoption level that they were expecting at the time when they release it. Yeah. yeah, And I I honestly think that's what probably happens. It's more so than, more so than, than the situation we have. The reason we have it on the OnePlus open right now is, is absolutely uh, unequivocally because of Oppo. It's because Oppo designed this last year. Oppo apparently sells these in China and kept it on to the new phone, and which it is was the a way for them to reduce manufacturing costs by not oh, having no. multiple versions. Exactly. Of the same. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why have to reinvent the wheel when the wheel already runs? So yeah. when we when they brought that over, and because OnePlus Oxygen and ColorOS share the same code, Oxygen OS is built on top of ColorOS. So with the exception of the Oppo Share function, we carry everything over. So it is less work for OnePlus to try to remove a feature than to add yeah. it later. So the end of the day, what we have right now is a byproduct of that, you know, synergy that we're getting between the two. 
I don't think Opal, I mean, obviously Opal continued it two years in a row. They brought in more functionality. I feel like this is going to continue, but it is going to come down mm-hmm. to, again, adoption. If people don't buy the yeah. pen when they're buying the fold, you know, the company may think, hey, this may not be as important as, as we thought it was. So let's just move on. Where Samsung is kind of continuing the, we're just going to give S Pen to everything, right? Because the Fold didn't originally have an S Pen, and it, it picked it up after the S, S series picked it up. I think it was the S22 before they became the Note. So it yeah. is Samsung's way of, you know, permeating the S series, the S Pen functionality over to other things. It's never been 100% like the Note, but obviously. Yeah. I, I don't, th- yeah. So to answer the question very kind of concisely, I don't think it is a cease and desist. I think it's purely based on demand. And companies have to basically, you know, figure I, out. JDJ even popped back up and said, yeah, I absolutely was jesting. <laughs> I have so much ire for Samsung corporate mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be surprised if someone said, that menu that pops out when you push the button looks too much like our menu. Have oh, the man. lawyers draft up a release on the functionality of their <laughs> pen. How dare they? Oh, well, I'm Samsung, Mr. Samsung. Well, I think for I'm me... I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you nailed that. Uh, I, that, that you know that, totally. That, that South Korean dialect? I mean, yeah? Those, Come on, those, that accent was on point. Those in, in acting school have definitely paid off, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, I almost minored in dance. <laughs> <laughs> Some dancing guy. I'm telling you, you guys got to watch his video. Seriously, in the poly video, that dance bit at the end, absolutely. I'd love for you guys to come back and just give me comments and let me know. What do you think? Lies. Damn lies. I love it. <laughs> come on, man. I was trying to get you into you know getting the video up. I appreciate it. Like by tomorrow morning. No, it, uh, it, it's exciting to see. And I think it, the, the beauty of it is I think it, it was developed for a different market. We got it because of that collaboration. And yeah. It was inadvertent initially at the beginning, and I think it's just it's so nice to benefit. I only we get to benefit from Open's development for two years. I only hope that this maybe encourages some of these Chinese brands to stop making so many different, unique regional flavors. Yeah, cut back your production costs, cut back your development costs. Obviously, some of these things still need to go through the local regional equivalents of our FCC. I mean, that's kind of what burned the pixel for like the hand tracking and stuff in a lot of regions because it was operating at a frequency and it was using certain types of cameras and we couldn't get the the approvals. Yeah, on the four. Yeah, exactly. We couldn't get approvals for it to sell. Like in India, we couldn't sell the Pixel 4. I'm saying we. Google couldn't sell the, the Pixel 4 because of some of those issues. But the more you can refine one singular idea for the product, I think one, it's easier to talk about. And two, you save money not building a whole bunch of different versions. Well, and and Xiaomi that. does it Xiaomi does it very, very nicely. I think they're, they're rebranding of certain K-series devices that they release in Asia or in India, uh, and they rebrand it to another version for the international market. It's the same yeah. exact hardware, slightly different model number, but at the end of the day, it's, again, yeah. you know, it's like a, a plus versus, uh, sorry, an open versus an N3. Yeah, and, and sure. We totally understand you've got to tune radios to different yeah. local bands and frequencies. Great. But the whole rest of the phone, give us the IR blasters. Give us the, the stylus support. Give us this uh, the video output. Give us all of this additional functionality, and I think you make a much better case for why your mini tablet exists 
and how you can expand on the role of a mini tablet to do more stuff. Samsung has the conversation in the right place, yeah, yeah. but now with some competitive iteration from Oppo, they're gonna have to. This is if you're a fan of Samsung, you have to be critically excited for a strong OnePlus in the space because mm -hmm. that's the only way your Samsung products are gonna get better yep. with with some competition. So I'm 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 really excited. I've I've been loving spending time with the Pixel Fold. Mm -hmm. I've been loving spending time with the OnePlus Open, um, especially from our conversation, like really just sitting down and kind of considering the two. There's so much that I like about both. Um, but now, like, these companies actually have to be on their game. Yeah. Right? And, so and next year is... should be another strong year for this iteration. Yeah. No, and, and I think it's... Um, in, with some of the... the like behind the behind the door closed doors and the conversations that you know I've seen and uh, where we've seen leaks of of a of a foldable of like a OnePlus not a OnePlus like a Z Fold Five or an earlier or a demo version of it or something that had an S Pen built into it. Mm -hmm. Th those are the type of technologies we want to be able to see. I mean, push the envelope, mm -hmm. give us give us the the improvements that we want. I think the design for the Z Fold Five, three, four, and five have proven that Samsung knows how to make hardware and knows how to improve on hardware. Yeah. I think it's what we just need to see start seeing is new form factors and maybe slightly different variations on what we've lived with. Because I think the demand for a wider version of the phone... Samsung's got to show us that they can take a risk. Exactly. Yeah. Like, give us an S20, an S22, an S22, an S22, uh, uh, just like a plus version of the S22. Don't give me the S23 Ultra. I mean, I'm not saying give me... Don't botch your product line because obviously you need to make sure you're not... <laughs> You know, that's. The, I think that's the thing is from a no, business I, point. I, I feel you. Yeah, I, I know what you're you saying. Know. Again, we're 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 not saying nothing. We're saying right now. I hope anyone is is thinking like that. We're asking for something unicorn impossible. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. that's also really annoying too. Is like all the the conversations I'm sure you've had too, where it's like, oh, the OnePlus is too expensive, and you're like, compared to what? You wanted some magical unicorn device at half the price with ten times more specs, and you can't even quantify what it is that you want you just know you wanted more because it's a one plus so you should have gotten more for it to be worth it and that's that's the only way that one plus can sell phones is if they're at fire sale losses for the company we're not we're not asking for anything like that but it is this is the right time for samsung to examine their engineering look at their display technologies really play to the strengths of all of the sub brands that make mm -hmm. components at Samsung and they've got to step up their camera game. They've got to step up their hinge design. They've got to mm -hmm. step up um, battery life and power management and charging speeds, things like that. And yeah. then OnePlus can get so much glee out of old nerds like us just because they, they have an IR blaster. And you're like, you know, Samsung, you made some great TVs. It's not outside. It's not beyond the pal for you to make them work put in phone. a tv focused feature like having an ir blaster on your phone so anyway i, I that, that, you... that's that's enough i'm soapboxing again no no no, no. Absolutely, we, absolutely. we did an hour-long conversation <laughs> talking about these three foldables i can shut up for a I, minute about i think, some of I think it's here. a perfect timing though seriously <laughs> to start talking about at least something that came i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you it came out of left field for me because i wasn't expecting yeah? this game to come out today really um, i it, somehow it just totally went on another level. Like seriously, with the things going on in the last few weeks for me and everything, we have been I, busy. That, that's I caught completely it by fair. By total coincidence, at like around noonish, 
I was scrolling mm-hmm. through YouTube and then suddenly something came up with my impressions of, you know, uh, RoboCop. I'm like, what? There's a yeah. RoboCop game? When did, I buy that for a dollar. Like, when did that happen? Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, RoboCop. And when did bad. it happen? It happened okay. today. And when did Juan started playing? He started playing. Started today. today. Three hours ago. So building up I, on I, went, I went cheap, and I didn't pay for the Alex Murphy edition, which I think would have given me the download, like, 36 hours earlier. This Today is RoboCop Day. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, RoboCop Rogue City is is now available a pc yep. game yep uh i i got my copy on steam um i paid for my copy on steam and uh i i don't share a lot of my gaming these days because I, I don't know how you feel about this but like i get so much glee out of testing gadgets but testing gadgets is is a job yeah. and when i was at newegg if they wanted to produce specific gaming content i could contribute to it but usually i was just there to host it or i would i would help with some of the conversation i wasn't responsible for the entire production from beginning to end mm-hmm. uh, on on covering games or reviewing games or doing anything like that so yeah. gaming is is my fun safe little place where you know i almost always have something like my steam deck within arm's reach i, I can always pick it up and go play for 10 minutes then go help my daughter with her homework or something like that Sorry, really rambling. No. I don't talk about gaming as much on my own channel because I want it to still be my fun hobby, not another side hustle part of my job. Um, I had to do something silly today. Okay. Ro- RoboCop Rogue City is not the most groundbreaking or innovative first-person shooter. No. But no. it is so lovingly created in the cinematic retro futuristic world of 1980s robocop that if you have any fondness for the first two movies i think you'll really appreciate the production design the the character modeling the feel and the look of the world and mm-hmm. and i think you'll walk away from the you know you you stomp around as slow moving robocop and you shoot bad guys that's not going to blow you away in terms of first-person shooter mechanics, but it looks and feels like what you would think RoboCop a game. RoboCop game would have looked like. Game should feel out, like outside of the, the the 80s version of the RoboCop games that we got to, to play with the the 2D well, versions of those. Yeah, and that's what I kind of love is if you remember like um the like the Terminator arcade game. Mm-hmm. You remember that you had the guns and you would shoot and you know you have to shoot Terminators and stuff. There's a bit of that arcadey feel to RoboCop to, to Rogue City mm-hmm. where RoboCop's like targeting computer zones in on someone and it looks just like the terrible line vector animations from the original RoboCop movie like this was going to be this looks that looked so futuristic in an age where fighter jets were just starting to show people what a heads up display could oh look God. like yeah, yeah, and yeah. here's RoboCop with like subject targeting awareness and that's how he aims his gun and stuff. And but it's subject kinda... analysis and scanning and all. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Yeah, we, 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 we besmirched that later on. And that's why we still don't have like a heads up display today. But I'm hoping that that Ray Neo X2 comes in soon. Um, but the, um, the whole feel of that has a little of that Terminator arcade game kind of right. feel. So you're stomping mm-hmm. around as RoboCop and you're aiming your gun around and you're shooting the bad guys 
But there's a feeling of that that kind of feels a little like the old arcade shooters. Yeah. But then you're also in a first-person shooter with much more modern mechanics and health and, like, armor healing. And you've got a skill tree, so you can upgrade components on RoboCop as the game kind of evolves. You can you can make him more persuasive when you're interrogating people, or you can... Um, uh, you, you can make him more defensive, you can make him more of a tank, you can make him more offensive, you can turn him into a glass cannon. There, there, There's still the modern trappings of a first-person shooter, but then you go into a room and you start shooting a whole bunch of punks, 1980s-style with mohawks, and it kind of it just clicks all of that nostalgia bait, all of the member berries of pumping quarters into a Terminator arcade game, or yep. the old Nintendo, like 2D platformers and stuff. So it's it's really lovely, but I had to do something kind of dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> this afternoon. So the first thing I tried to play RoboCop on was my Steam Deck. I was about and to let ask, me tell you, this new engine not mm-hmm. very friendly to the Steam Deck. So I, I, I'm gonna pull up so that we can we can kind of share some of this. Oh, I, I forgot to uh, share my screen. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here. Oh, okay, so you're gonna share and it and, and I feel you guys will get a sense of what I'm talking about. Uh, let me actually full screen this too. And so this is just kind of that opening sequence where we're five minutes through me setting it up. I did like a scan to mm-hmm. for it to choose the best settings to run on my Steam Deck. The scan was absolutely incorrect. And even with further adjustments to these settings, this game is completely unplayable in sort of the most hilarious way. So I've, I've muted the sound, so nothing like that's really going to pop up. You're seeing my my... Twitch stream here. Okay. Uh, just I, I saved the highlight, and you you start off like, oh wow, this actually looks pretty good for the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. The RoboCop model looks on point. All of the character model and the animation that looks great. And then you get into the world, and the world actually looks really cool. This is the the retro futuristic Detroit. It looks a little cyberpunky, but in mm-hmm. a nostalgia retro futuristic kind of way. And here I am slow moving slow walking stomping robocop and then i come up on this van and i can see through the van hey well that's wrong you got that upgrade (laughs) yeah so apparently robocop has x-ray vision but because this engine is so so detailed and so much in this in this engine is destructible so I go through and I, i start like messing with like uh game settings let me let me skip just a little bit more um it all starts falling apart immediately. So even when you're in a building, it's still rendering, it's still aware of the building's location in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so like you smash open a window and you can go up to the edge of that window and you can see the actual sort of playable map of Detroit. This is enormous for such a small open world game. This isn't a huge game, mm-hmm. but it's still keeping the player in the space in time. So you see stuff like this, you're like, okay, that looks pretty cool. But then I'm going to go inside. Let me skip this cutscene here. I was going to say, yeah, cutscenes are, are always uh, not a good way of benchmarking. Yeah, like here, trying to shoot. Oh, wow. And so you can literally see the wireframes in the pillars in the building because the building has, the, the, the pillars here have destructible coatings. Yeah. So as you shoot them, the bullets hitting the sides of these pillars, stuff will flake off and parts of the building will fall apart. But there are times where like you can see through all the walls. It, the, the Steam Deck literally cannot populate all of the data. 
mm-hmm. to make the environment cohesive. And then there are times where you just can't see anything that's going on at all because everything just becomes a mess of wireframes. So like the animation of the guy that I just killed there didn't complete. He's just frozen kind of like mid uh, smooth criminal lean. <laughs> he was just stuck in space defying gravity. So stuff like this, like I can't see anything that's going on. Uh, you're obviously getting some of the blocky compression from mm-hmm. me streaming this on Twitch, but this looks pretty close to what I was looking at trying to play it on the Steam Deck. So I, I, I struggled with this for about 45 minutes, oh, and I almost gave myself a migraine because it is, it is painful to look at. But let me skip a little further. So w- with the help of guys in the chat, because uh, I know Andrew was there, Fat Produce was there, a couple other guys were, were tuning in, like Muppinish and um, uh, some other guys. And uh, we, we, we went through everything. Like, okay, I'm on AMD FSR, but let's change this FSR to uh, balanced instead of performance or balanced instead of higher quality. Let's cap the frame rate, 30 frames per second. Let's... At first, you think, like, oh, they're just doing analog scan lines mm-hmm. for Robocop's vision because it's supposed to be sort of like his view and his camera view. Yeah, yeah. But no, the game is struggling to... And I've also had to disable V-Sync. So there's tons of tearing, just as you're, like, I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right there, yeah. As, as you were turning to the left, there's a lot of tearing. Yeah, exactly. So it gets so much worse when you're in an office building. I can see through the floor. I can see through the walls. The targeting is not lining up at all. And then when your health gets below 20%, it starts doing vignetting to let you know that RoboCop is taking damage. But if you look out those windows, that is the there wasn't like a loading to get you into the building that is now separate from the rest of Detroit. So there's still like all of Detroit is outside that window in a way that's... sort of accessible to the player it's insane how because it feels like a movie it feels Mm -hmm. like a robocop sequel movie but it's also a big video game that you will go and explore and you'll have little side quests and little extra missions and stuff like that it's (laughs) it really is an incredible labor of love oh um, that's to kind of capture system failure yeah (laughs) Yeah. I see oh, I died a bunch of times. I, uh, I'm taking damage from people I cannot see. They're blending into the environment. They're falling through walls and floors. Like, it's so bad on the Steam Deck. It's it's real, real bad. How did it How um, did it run the, on your uh, Threadripper? Or did you install it? So, on the... uh, 20, 2080 Ti, and mm-hmm. um, I did uh, it, 2080 Ti on my 1440p ultra wide, mm-hmm. and it really had no issues keeping up 60 frames per second i capped it at 60 i really wasn't trying to to like tax my system and i Mm -hmm. felt like that's better than it's playing on current consoles especially connected to a 1440p ultra wide Mm -hmm. like it's running really well my gpu fan was kicking on like a jet engine um but yeah it 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 did fine and especially because i only have access to like the very first generation of dlss so it's not even like I get the fancy um, up-res uh, capabilities. It, it's got some kludgy bits that definitely need a patch, mm-hmm. but it feels like a part of the RoboCop series legit. So essentially, 
essentially it hit the spot for 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 that nostalgia bit. And from what I understand from the little bit of footage that I saw, not not just yours, uh, but uh, I think one of the other guys that was playing it on YouTube, um, they they stated that essentially it feels more around RoboCop two before, and it does not acknowledge RoboCop three, uh, yeah. the the movie itself. So Correct. it basically kind of follows two yeah. as the pri- the first and the sequel. So the conversation. Because I think uh, the partner is, I think, the the same partner from the second movie, yep, right? It's Lewis, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it, yeah, it, it absolutely is the sort of spiritual you successor. Can see the box. That is actually... <laughs> you see through it. Like, and oh, again, all of this. Walls right there, yeah. It looks like Robocop's helmet is glitching. It almost kind of adds to the gameplay, but it makes the game completely unplayable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The storyline... Uh, the the, the storyline. I, I, like I like the concept for it. It's... Oh, and it's yeah. not Call of Duty. You're not, you know, you're not like no. mad dashing, flying, and straight into the ground and shooting up. But it, no. it it feels to what RoboCop was from when you remember the game. And if you were gonna, if you ever were going to be RoboCop in that first person view kind of experience, yeah. it's a great FPS. Definitely very nice first person shooter. The, the the mechanics are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is. You, it, it almost feels like a, a first person shooter sequence on rails. Okay. Because RoboCop, even when you use like sort of the run mode, RoboCop's run speed is similar to most other first-person shooters, or especially competitive shooters, your walking mm-hmm. speed. Oh, okay. So he's not fast. No. And so because of the way that he kind of stomps and floats from room to room, he, there's no duck, there's no cover mechanic. You walk in and tank damage. That's RoboCop, and that's a part of this game. Um it almost feels like an on-the-rails arcade shooter. Yep. You know, like that Jurassic Park game where you're supposed to be in the Jeep, but mm-hmm. you're shooting guns at dinosaurs and stuff, and the game just drives you around, and you aim and shoot the dinosaurs on the screen. Yep. It kind of feels a little like that, only you are sort of driving this slow-moving tank, and then you're also aiming, like, the tank's turret. It almost feels like a tank defense kind of or a tank zone battle battle tank or something like that. Yeah, and it, um, and it, and it was in the first run that you were going with it, so you do run out of ammo. It's not it's not this unlimited uh, the way we see RoboCop. Well, in the, the 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 RoboCop gun is unlimited, but you reload. So you can yeah. see in the bottom right hand corner, it's unlimited ammo, and the clip uh, is fifty rounds, which is hilarious for a fully automatic. Or I guess it's a burst automatic pistol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got fifty rounds in that clip. Well, in, it kind of defies his, the his laws of physics. Was like, wasn't it like? Um, it was. A, I think the barrel on that one was a much longer. Uh, uh, the, the way I, I don't know. Maybe in my memory, it's not serving me right. With the having watched RoboCop for some time, but yeah. the experience I think overall, from what it looks like, it looks like if you just want to be able to jump back into that nostalgia feel, but get more of that twenty twenty three updated you know, experience minus the Steam Deck, it should be able to hit the spot. And I think it's a good yeah. it's a good game to well, jump and, into. And I don't think it would take much to play this well. Mm-hmm. So especially for PC gamers, I think we might actually be ahead of some of the consoles. Like, if this is getting fired up on a top-of-the-line Xbox or a top-of-the-line uh, PlayStation, mm-hmm. you're, you're in for a really solid 1080p 60 easy kind, mm-hmm. of, kind of experience. But for us PC gamers... Like, I'm on a 2080 Ti. That card's no slouch, but it wasn't one of the best GPUs ever made. And I bet you even kicking this down to, like, a 1080, 
you would easily be able to come up with with great playable frame rates with some of the eye candy on like it it really wouldn't be difficult um really as 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 far as i'm concerned there there needs to be some polish some patching it would be great if they could find a way to make a potato mode mm-hmm. for the steam deck to kind of help rein in some of that and make it at least somewhat playable. Well, I mean, but, they um, let you install it, so obviously it's it's not maybe a hundred percent optimized, but it is maybe compatible. So the the the, the direction <laughs> is maybe that they just like you said, a few maybe it needs a few updates to get it to run smoothly. I hope so. Well, I, I hope not of war it didn't run very smoothly at initially, no. and I think it got better as time went on. Yeah. So yeah, well, it, and mm-hmm. especially once we're kicking it down to seven twenty, um, you would hope that we could maybe find some clever little tricks or efficiencies uh, to, to, to get us there. But if you could get it to Steam Deck playable, this would be, this would be cake on like an Asus, um, yeah. an Ally or an the Ally new Lenovo. Or like exactly, exactly. Uh, and yeah. especially like the Lenovo Legion. Uh, it's, exactly. I think because it's not an online game experience, you can enjoy this. This is what, what, I, what I love about why I'm thinking that it should be on something like a Steam Deck, a portable um, mm-hmm. uh, s- system, because it is an offline type of game. You could play this, enjoy it, and not have yeah. to worry about being connected to the internet on a, let's say, a 10-hour flight or whatever, eight-hour flight, five-hour flight to the East Coast That'd or something. That'd be so good. Those are the, but those are the solutions we always, you know, we, we beg to have. And, you know, you marry that with, let's say, maybe a pair of uh, Roket glasses or X-Reels or something like that on the flight. Like, mm-hmm. man, come on. How how kick-ass would that be to just kind of, like, geek out on a RoboCop game in the middle of flight where everybody's like, what is this guy having fun with? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's that type of experience. It's exciting. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm happy that it exists. Um, probably will pick it up for this weekend uh, once I'm able to get done, get through tomorrow with some of the videos yeah. video that I need to shoot. Um, and get some of my content scheduled for next week because I, I yeah um, the, the the time that I took a little bit off um, piled up some work so I, I am um, I am mm-hmm. behind the backlog but I am happy to be able to chip at it one piece at a time I'll say that so not any system I, I, I'm only like so I, I made it through the first hostage situation and it kicks off an entire storyline of mm-hmm. RoboCop and Murphy is trying to struggle with his humanity and it is it, like first of all treat yourself to the double feature of robocop one and two absolutely please ignore that that terrible like pg-13 version of robocop that is robocop 3 ever existed and then the robocop tv show just got even weirder because robocop's story is one where we're supposed to be satirizing hyper violence in movies but then it kind of it kind of leans into hyper violence in movies as entertainment. Mm-hmm. So it becomes, it, it's a weird meta loop where yeah. it, there are movies that I think we can look to. Robocop is one of those movies where the point of the movie was to satirize violence and entertainment, but then they ended up making an entertainingly violent movie. Um, and Robocop two is, is, is even though it's a different director, it's cut from a very similar cloth in, sort of continuing that same story. This feels like it it headlong takes us directly into that next stage of Murphy's story. So you might be able to skip RoboCop 2, but you at least need to watch RoboCop 1 to kind of get a sense of what the man versus machine story is supposed to be. Chal- the challenge that Murphy's having with, the, with himself. Exactly. exactly. 
I mean, like, one of the first, I'm not spoiling anything here, but one of the first, uh, inst- like, in that first mission that you go to rescue these hostages, and it's sort of the training mission just to get you sort of used to the game mechanics, there's a moment where RoboCop gets rattled, and he starts hallucinating a conversation oh, he a, had with his wife. The flashbacks. And you're yeah. like, yeah, the flashbacks. And again, it, it's cut so well. It's, it's like pulled directly out of the first RoboCop movie. And again, without little that kind of context, those little moments, I don't think land quite as well. If you um, don't know but, that, yeah. But the story is, is why you play this game. Because I already kind of feel like the clearing of bad guys got kind of rote in that first um, intro mission. Mm-hmm. You walk into building, tank damage, kill bad guys. Occasionally you have to stop in a closet and repair yourself, rinse, repeat. That play loop, I think if you're used to a more dynamic, um, like for example, at the same time, a lot of people in our circle of family and friends are playing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2, right, yep. on the PlayStation 5. Yep. That is a much more dynamic exploration of a city kind of game. You're introducing characters that are beloved to the franchise, you're playing with Venom, you're doing, exactly, right? You're holding it up right there. <laughs> so... RoboCop. One of the reasons why I did not catch on with the RoboCop. Yeah. No, it is, it, it, that's also another reason why I really haven't tried to do like game was, reviews is because there's explaining. just too many of well, them. But it, it, and as you said it yourself, I think you, you kind of hit the nail right there, right on the top of the head, right? It's very much a, um, it's it's our way of unwinding. It's our way of relaxing. Yeah. Like I, everybody knows I like Call of Duty, but I don't post videos of me mm-hmm. playing Call of Duty because it's not that that's not what I do. I want to get in, get a few matches in, get my things done, shut it down, and move exactly. on. And um, it it serves its purpose for what it does. And these type of games, I you know definitely hit that feeling. Spider Man open world, absolutely much bigger open world, and the fact that we are this one we yeah. have both Miles and Peter playing the game, just doing going through the sheer mechanics in there and the improvements that we've seen. It is absolutely fun. It's nice and um, yeah, I definitely like I said the, the uh, RoboCop for me will be one of my next games, uh, especially as I think in the next few you know in the next couple of months or so we have a few trips going on. I definitely yeah. want to have something. I'm hoping by then we'll have optimized version on on the, on the Steam Deck. I hope deck. so. Yeah, I, I don't know because again we're we're talking about new game engines. Yeah, and this is one of the areas where our portables probably didn't take that into consideration. I realized I was just on the system failure screen, so I'll harass you with some of the terrible visuals that I was looking at. Um, we'll, we'll just get that <laughs> get like, that playing again. Like, yeah, people jumping um, in is like, hey, what's up with the system failure? Like, yep, no, th- we weren't this, booting this. Yeah, I know, right? Our podcast, total system failure. Um, uh, but but I'm I'm I don't believe I'm going to put this out here as like my early prediction. Sure. Um, there, this is a game where I don't know if it were maybe like five years ago, maybe eight years ago, it might have been in contention for a game of the year nomination, oh, and I okay. wouldn't have been upset if it didn't win. This year, there, it feels like almost every major release is a contender for Game of the Year. Spider-Man 2, absolutely. A, yeah. a, a prime contender for a Game of the Year type game. I feel like RoboCop will probably fall lower on most people's lists because the first-person shooteriness of it 
isn't going to feel as dynamic or as fresh as some of these other examples of the genre that we've seen over recent years. Mm -hmm. But this is such good nostalgia bait for guys our age and for action movie aficionados, people who love this type of storyline. Um, and the story unfolds in that way that I think a lot of people will will appreciate. So that that's kind of my early prediction. We probably won't be seeing RoboCop win a bunch of awards, but the character models are all on point. Lewis looks like Lewis. Um, uh, Peter Weller is the mm-hmm. voice of RoboCop. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's back. I mean, RoboCop sounds like RoboCop. The character model for the head of OCP and the police chief oh, in wow. the Detroit uh, police station they're modeled after the actors who portrayed those characters in the movie. There's just so much of that attention to detail. You're going to have a good time with this, even if the game itself isn't the most exciting new entry into first-person shooters. No, I, and I think that's the biggest thing about it. Like I said, it, this is a more of a nostalgia hit, and you're pretty much going to go into it with that being part of the conversation. I don't think you would yeah. stumble on RoboCop thinking, okay, I... I don't know anything about this. Let's try to play it. Like, should, should I pick this up? Should I play it? Or should I just go pick up, you know, Call of Duty or pick up you know, Fortnite or whatever? I think the experience itself, you're, it, it's like kind of like saying an Xperia. You don't stumble on an Xperia. No. You seek an Xperia. You, you seek this out with a little purpose. I, I, yeah. I hope. I hope that this game may be like, what, what is this weird retro-futuristic 1980s world with machine guns all over the place and cyborg guys I guess I got to watch this movie. I hope that this game actually brings some younger people to checking out how yeah. crazy and madcap and zany that that movie is. But I, I, I'm telling you, I, I haven't made it that far yet. I know I'm going to giggle and titter like a little school child <laughs> when I finally get to fight an Ed 209. It's, it's, I'm going to be like doing little giddy dance as soon as I see that. It's one of my all-time favorite movie robots designs is ed 209 you got um, i even used to have like the concept design shirt you know, with the logo of the company like ed 209's like official like uh so anyway Dude, that, that's okay. that's i'm gonna be very much looking forward to uh to, to what some of the other like little easter egg and movie references are gonna be we're, we're gonna make sure to check back with this one uh, next week on our on the on a follow-up episode i'll, I'll let you know how much further i've made it if not Detroit. if not i'll definitely uh, be listening <laughs> in on monday on the sggqa if you guys haven't checked it out yet make sure to check out the sggqa on monday over on actually it's on this channel as well as twitch yeah um, i was used to, i'm so used to saying over on ones but it is essentially at yeah, the same uh the home of the sggqa is the same home as our uh, our channel here, and I just realized uh, my camera is tilting backward. As I, I'm not shrinking oh, no. the camera. I've I've done a little bit of re remodeling in my office where I took out my tripod and I'm now setting up my mm-hmm. camera on a on an articulating arm. But I feel like I may need to put some support on it because the way that the camera is tilting it. So as the night goes on, if you start looking up my nose, it's not because of me. It's just you know well. Let, let's start bringing this in for a landing before oh, no, your no, camera absolutely. just totally flops over. That's, <laughs> yeah, I had that happen to me on, on this one here once, too. And I think uh, it messed up one of my lens uh, uh, lens filters. Um, what what uh, what what do you have coming up? Are you, you okay. putting anything out tomorrow or over the weekend? So um, tomorrow I have a video that I've been working on and I've had to I've gone back and forth a couple of times. It's it's something that I'm actually kind of excited for. 
I'm hoping it, 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 people pick up on it as well. It's a smart vacuum. I know it may not sound as the most exciting thing, but nice. it's one of those things that you really don't realize you kind of need till you get it. And then when you try it, you're like, crap, this thing does actually the job I wanted it to do. So this is a, an Ecovacs uh, D-Bot T20 Omni uh, one that I got. And it was it was a nice surprise. Definitely a lot of good features, a lot of cool features built into it over some of the other ones I've seen before. So that's the video for tomorrow morning. And then um, I think that's probably kind of round up my week. I'm going to shoot. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to get my video for the poly done. And then yeah. I got to get it, get that approved. And, you know, before I can post that, hopefully maybe Sunday or Monday on that one, probably Monday. And then um, start rounding up my uh, my pixel video. I start kind of finishing mm-hmm. that conversation and um, start working also on some cool anchor cameras or sorry, not anchor, but like Eufy cameras that I got that have very nice some like dual camera with 4k i'm like ooh, that looks fancy that looked like my little fancy boy my little butt right there i was like hey very very nice um very cool cameras very dual cameras it looked kind of like dual eyes but essentially it's two cameras so i gotta start working on those (laughs) hopefully for next week and um you know just rounding up some new features and we'll see what we get with as you said the pixel update on tuesday i think that's pretty much how it's gonna be on my side how's it going on your side uh, I'm hoping it'll be out tomorrow, but it might end up going early access on Patreon. I, I got to reach. Um, we, we talked about it a little last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm finally wrapping up the little uh, Wizbox. Wizbox G from Ace PC. I am very happy with this price to performance. It is real nice. Mm-hmm. And some of the architectural improvements that we've seen from inexpensive mini PCs around this price last year to yep. this year, I, there's been an explosion of competition with Intel 13th gen finally coming out. And now this is Ryzen 7 7735 mm-hmm. HS. Oh, yeah. And I, it was two years ago that I did a Geek Om video where I was like, okay, well, if you're mostly doing 720p gaming and older AAA titles and some arcade games, these little mini PCs can kind of do some of that. And now with a Radeon 680M, mm-hmm. it's so much better. And when you do things like edit video in DaVinci Resolve, it's so much better. Oh, and nice. when you compare the price to performance against something like a used Mac mini with an M2 processor in it. It is so much ridiculously nicer. competitive. <laughs> I mean, it is um, really impressive. So I, I have the video shot. I'm not sure if I'll have all of the editing and stuff because I got to shoot some B-roll and get a few more game clips and some gameplay uh, yeah. for there too. But I'm, I'm hoping I can have that out either publicly or at least on the Patreon tomorrow. And then I'm also putting together, this is going to be a real little. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me about like my travel setup when I'm really just working off of a phone. So I'm going to put together just a little primer on Bluetooth keyboard, Bluetooth mouse, smartphone with a desktop mode, probably a Motorola, and some of these new XR glasses just to say, I, I go through air, airline security now and I don't have to take anything out of my bag. Yeah. Right? but I still have a fully functional work platform that I can do stuff with. So that'll also be a follow-up that's uh, I'll probably shoot over the weekend and hopefully have out next week. Sounds like a good deal. Good, good plan. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry about that one. Yeah, no, um, I think overall I'm hoping, you know, obviously Techtober is kind of like starting to wind down. There's a lot more 
build up in conversations now are going to be starting to be talked about, you know, Thanksgiving, Black Friday deals and stuff like that coming up. So hopefully we'll be able to participate in some of those conversations. I know some companies are starting to reach out and be, you know, trying to share some deals and so on. So we'll see how those things come up. Um, With that being said, there are some exciting stuff coming up as well. I know Techtober is over, but there's some good exciting, um, I would say, announcements coming up next week, a few weeks later Mm -hmm. on as well. We're going to hear a lot of good things coming up. It's not over. It just... It may have slowed down ever so slightly. The Xiaomi 14 just got announced, and I think our buddy Ben uh, got a chance yeah. to play with it in China. He picked up his own from Hong Kong. Everything I can and do to not like <laughs> dump a ton of money <laughs> on uh, importing importing gear. Yeah, it it is it is one of those tough conversations. Um, and, and the only comment I will probably say at this point, I'm noticing more of a trend that, that we're moving away from the 989 on uh, the IMX 989 the one inch sensor, and seeing more companies that used to use it now shifting into trying to provide other solutions i don't know mm-hmm. why i like i, I want to see more 989s i like I, there is something about that sensor that just does or hits different so the goal is mm-hmm. uh ben's been proving it with with the 14 with uh you know with xiaomi there's more conversations coming around obviously you know MediaTek was teasing up uh saying some new changes are coming up i think they tweeted about it oh that's right ago. we we've got qual i mean we just did qualcomm and we're gonna have MediaTek coming up this month yeah yeah, there's there's going to be a lot more oh, conversations going on. Still a bunch of announcements and stuff that we got to hit. That's how it goes, man. That's right. When you think it's slowing <laughs> down, you're going to look twice. Pull you back in and you think you're <laughs> out, but then <laughs> you've been dragged back. But I think it's going to be exciting. I think that's the big thing about it. It's we're going to learn about cool things. We're going to see some new announcements. Xiaomi went out first. I'm waiting for for Vivo to start talking about their device, their offering, and I want to hear obviously yeah. Oppo start talking about theirs. Everybody's teasing us, but we want to see announcements. So um, I will say, with that being said, obviously make sure to check out one on Monday with the SGGQA. Come back to us again next week on Thursday for the best of our week. We'll be able to recap all of that and bring more conversations. And who knows? Maybe Juan and I will do a session of playing RoboCop together. We'll have to see how, cool. things, how things kind of go. But um, I want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday, the first Thursday of November. can't believe it's November 2023. We'll be back, and we're with more and more cool and fun things to talk about. <laughs> Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week.